Welcome back to the Not Just Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey, and today I have the one and only Darren. Do you see that introduction there, Darren? Do you like that? I so like Darren is the founder of FitX and Fit Expo. So FitX is the Federation, Fit Expo is the Expo. We had him on ages ago, like before like everything kicked off. But I thought it would be really good to get him back on to go over some really important bits about the Federation itself, give him an update on what's going on, some like behind the scenes, maybe some top secret stuff if he shares it about what's next with FitEx and Fit Expo. But welcome to the podcast once again, Darren. Thank you, Daz. All good. So finally, we have the Expo. I bet you just like nearly in tears thinking, oh my God, it's been what, two years? In the whole planet, a lot, you know. Did you see me cry? Nearly. Oh, I cried loads. Did you? Well, not nearly. Like full on, like full on blubs, like proper. Mm. I don't care. I think it's good to show your feelings. But it, the thing is, like, it must have felt so surreal for you after all these years to actually have the shows happen, the expo happen. Like you must have had a massive, just like on a massive, massive high. But like, what was it like for you? planning all of this and finally seeing it actually all come together it's still surreal it's really i'm in a bit of a weird one at the minute because we're now it's the first of september today it's so it's pretty much three weeks after isn't it and i'm, I'm like i don't know i'm in a bit of a funk i'm in a bit of a like oh what do i do now type of thing because it was so there was so much emotion there was so much energy there was so much focus in my life on the expo and there still is for next year and all that kind of stuff and we've got shows every other week so it's all cool I'm busy don't get me wrong but it's almost like I don't know how to describe it there's this nervous kind of apprehension and this 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 big cloud that was over me for such a long time of number one I don't want it to look quiet that was my number one fear my number two fear was I want people to love it. And if they don't, what the hell do I do? Oh my God, what if people say it's crap? What if people, what if the traders make no money at all? What if people think, oh God, that was shit. I'm never going to come back. That's all gone now. And what's amazing is the fact that no one said it was shit. Like everyone that I've spoke to and that spoke to other people have said that they had an amazing time. The brands have all joined Pretty much as far as I know, uh, I've got to work through my list and stuff, but it's just been phenomenal how many people have said yes to next year. Mm. It's been phenomenal to see how many brands who weren't involved this year want to come next year uh, because of the hype of it all and the, you know, all of that stuff. And the athletes all really buzzed off it. You know, the feedback from strongman from the the bodybuilding in particular, obviously, because that's my baby more than anything else. So I've got a, a closer eye on that but the competitors are just like wow like you know i mean we had 14 people sign up on the day of the bodybuilders show like that never happens that was people who turned up saw the stage and went sod it let's have a go at this i love that oh mate well it was amazing because well i was panicking in the morning so i thought god we haven't got enough for this but then they just turned up and the standard was absolutely incredible standard was Uh, mad for that expo show phenomenal especially class one but we'll do all that stuff in a minute because i know we'll go off on bodybuilding but in terms of the expo yeah, so it's it was surreal. It was, yeah, I mean, that's why I cried because, well, I cried many reasons because I'm soft as shit, but not only that, I just, it was just this whole emotional 
thing coupled with exhaustion because I was absolutely knackered. Yeah. I went to Cornwall, I went to Cornwall the week after and uh, I pretty much slept all of it. I just felt just absolutely, I, I kind of felt like I had a hangover for two weeks. Hangover. Like post-show blues, like, like compared to... Oh yeah, and, and I'm still in there. Yeah, I'm still a little bit in there now. Humbled, there's a million, million different emotions, but um, it was phenomenal. And all I can say is really thank you to every single person that believed in us, every brand that said yes, like you back in the day. And I still remember that phone call when I was in my job job and you were... Yeah, but how does electric work? And how does this work? <laughs> You're never going to let me live that down. So how I still do remember it now. And um, and then the relationship, then where we went from there, and then the fact that you've now got the Compact Classic and all that stuff, which is really cool. All I ever wanted to do was do something where the brands had an opportunity to exhibit their brands in the UK for an affordable cost with like-minded souls around them. All I wanted to do was provide a platform for people to compete again without the cost through the roof and and also for just a, an, an alternative to body power because again I'm not going to dig them out or I'm going to not not going to knock any experts because I've been a fan of body power I've been to every body power it's not about that my my point is I wanted to give people another opportunity because for me apologies for those who have listened to me ramble on about this before but every year when I went to body power I thought oh what do we do now for another year hmm. And aside from getting on a plane and going to FIBO or to the Arnolds or to the Olympia, then really in the UK, there wasn't anything else. And um, I felt at the time that market was, it went very heavily mainstream. It went very heavily influencer-based versus credible athletes. So what we did was we brought as many credible athletes to the expo as we could as many really cool speakers as we could that were like, no bullshit approach, not just because they had 200,000 followers. And, uh-huh. and I think it worked and it's built this amazing foundation for year two, the content alone and people's hype from this year. will. I'm not even worried about year two year one was absolutely, you know, we spoke a lot. We spoke, speak a lot. Uh-huh. I was petrified from a financial aspect and, and from, you know, people not wanting to come again and all that kind of stuff. We're actually, that's all taken away now because I already know we've got a bigger MMA comp. I already know there's other federations involved that want to come in on board. I already know that there's there's multiple more brands that want to get involved because we've kind of proven now that we're we're not just me sitting in this conservatory thinking of things. We've actually done it. Yeah. Um, so what is the when's the date for next year then? Not allowed to say that, Jazz. We haven't even released that. Oh, Dow, you've got to give me something juicy. Uh, well, you, you know, because you're having a stand. It's going to be in July, though, right? Yeah, 9th and 10th of July, 2021. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah, it's a month earlier than this one, which means there's actually less time, but that's cool. It's a month earlier than school holidays as well, which will help because that did impact us slightly. Rona will most definitely, please God, have sided off by then completely because that did impact us positively and negatively, though. You know, there was some things out of it that, you know, if, if Rona didn't happen, if we didn't have all these moves, it just wouldn't have become what it become. But next year, people will be able to travel easier and all that kind of stuff, hopefully, as well, you know. Exciting. And we've still got how many shows? One, two. Two, two and the finals. Two in the finals. So give us the overview of categories for females. I know it's on the website, but I think it's good that people can just like have the quick information so from my understanding we have 
different branches bikini first timers open bikini trained masters yeah yeah there. and then figure so let's go got... let's go through them from the left let's go through the right. evolution of the female form which is what we're always told isn't it yes go on on this point you know we do so many different things for free by the way posing seminars and and you know judges workshops and all this kind of stuff and and we absolutely openly invite you to any of this because i still get a lot of questions which is absolutely fine by the way and you can message me whenever but if you attend some of these days you'll get a bit of a clearer understanding yeah the evolution of the female form in the categories to step on stage is pretty much the same in any federation some feds call things differently than others you know toned figure versus figure it's figure in it it's just figure it doesn't matter whether you want to be toned or not if you're a figure girl you would expect to be toned wouldn't you so it's it's figure so we so if we start from the beginning you've got bikini so we do we do first time as bikini so this is for anyone that has never stepped on stage in any federation before not just with us so it's first time as bikini you then got bikini You've then got Bikini Masters, which is Masters 35. But I added another one, which was Masters 40. And the reason for that was when I was with another federation, the question was asked a lot, to which it was kind of a no. And I thought, well, actually, a female of that age is quite different to a female of that age. Because we had girls back in my day when I was with them, you know, for example, a 43-year-old or a 45-year-old was going up against... And, and at least this kind of bridges that gap a little bit and it allows those two masters categories. Um, moving from bikini, we then go into figure. So we've got figure or we've got trained figure. Where we do it slightly differently is um, just because you figure doesn't mean you have to do your individual routine. We give you the option when you go into trained figure of either an eye walk or you can do your routine because actually a lot of people think, oh yeah, the routine's ace and I love that. But some people are absolutely petrified of doing a routine. Yeah, I am. So the fact, so so what we do is, and and we found that there was quite a few few people scared of moving into a figure because of that. So Leisha, our head judge, is she's phenomenal. Like Leisha, I'm so glad that we've got Leisha on board because there's nothing she doesn't know about bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. It might be notable to say as well, she's pretty much the most qualified IFBB Pro League judge in the UK. So I think she is actually the the highest qualified. So just to bear that in mind for anyone who's competing with any Fed, she's been there and been with everyone. She's competed with everyone. She's judged all around the world, would you believe? And she absolutely knows her stuff. So she wrote our criteria. She actually wrote the PCA criteria originally as well mm -hmm. when she was with them. That's how we met. So she does know her stuff. So yeah, trained figure have the option of doing an eye walk or the routine and then we move into physique and then finally bodybuilding now we haven't actually had a bodybuilding female this year we've had a physique or two we haven't had bodybuilding but the reason for that is because i think everyone should get a platform and if there are girls out there who want to bodybuild then absolutely we will welcome them um rick even said the other night he said what do you reckon to a couples category and i said i don't know whatever like if people want to do it and if people are up for it, I'm not going to say that they're going to feel like there's going to be one in every show, but the option's there, isn't it? Why not? You and Joe could do one. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I see he's uh, shaping up at the minute. I can see you twirling each other around. I would love to get Joe on stage. If I had to drag him tooth and nail just to do couples, then so be it. He'll get on stage. I hope so. I hope so. Fingers crossed. So, yeah, so they're, the female, they're the female categories. It's quite simple. So... It, it's the evolution of the female. So you've got a bikini girl and 
who you know and you know i don't need to tell your listeners what that looks like and then you basically you're moving through the classes up to the point where you want to be a bodybuilder now we understand that nine times out of ten people don't want to be but wherever you want to go in that journey of your physique is where you will take it so we hope to offer you every different category for that amazing and then just for confirmation or clarification as well so if you are for example junior bikini then you can enter both junior and open is that correct yeah so we we also add you are allowed up to two classes with us with any any now we've got this quite clear in the criteria all these links by the way are in the bio i get a lot of people ask that question as well it's all in the bio mate yeah where do you get photography it's in the bio mate it's all there where do you get tickets it's in the bio you see that big thing that says tickets that's the one good luck and um one of my little pet peeves but that's all right people haven't had carbs for a long time and exactly so you can cross over for you can cross over yeah so as long as the as long as it makes sense for example if you are a first time a bodybuilder you can then be a bodybuilder if you are a men's physique you most likely won't choose your second category as class two bodybuilding because it just wouldn't work you might go into muscle model potentially if you're borderline muscle model versus physique that's an option if you're a girl and you are 38 years old you could do masters 38 uh, masters 30s 35s and also open bikini but if you are a bikini girl then you are not a trained figure girl you're gonna be judged on the criteria that you're putting yourself under so it's not about money for me. It's like for the sake of that extra 20 quid that you're going to pay to do a second class, what's the point if you're not going to be marked correctly in that class? So do the ones that fit for you. Yeah. So if you think you can mix it with the bikini girls, but you happen to be 39 years old, then that's fine. Do it. Do bikini and do masters. Yeah. Also, it's probably important to mention, like if you are unsure, then you can just turn up on the day and say, I've entered bikini I don't know if I'm bikini trained or bikini can you just check me and one of the judges will happily check you and like the way the way I like to say it like to tell people is say like you're on stage you haven't checked with the judges beforehand and you're on stage and you're being asked to move you're being asked to move because the judges are trying to put you in a position where you're going to be the best like the best chance of you doing well if that makes sense they're trying to move you because they have your best interests at heart. And I've been quite surprised from like, when I'm sitting at the table, some people's reactions, they're like, well, no, 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 don't want to move, don't want to move. And it's like, we're trying to move you because we yeah. think you will do better in a different category and you're more suited to a different category, so. Yeah. And it's notable to mention that we give you about three opportunities for this. Obviously, not only does Karen message me and say, am I trained or am I, am I, you know, figure or am I train figure and and I'll I'll kind of I, I try not to be that guy that's like well actually you look like this and going through people's pictures and that because it's very different on the day and everything else and I don't really want to be that guy and I, I also I'm only one person's opinion what I say is like you know check with your coach nine times out of ten people have coaches and there's phenomenal coaches out there and most of them know what they're on about but when you turn up you will come to registration every single show we've done this year there will always be me, Mike and Lisa at registration. We offer you registration not only on the day of the show from 8.30 a.m. It's another question answered because everyone asked me that. But also we do the day before as well. So wherever we are, eight times out of ten, we do the ve- the tanning at the venue the day before. If not, we choose a location very near it. So the South Coast, for example, is is, is a gym around the corner where we're going to do a, 
the supplement needs seminar, which will be cool. And effectively, Leisha will look at you on the day and you know what she's like. She'll look at you. You come to registration, you'll turn up with your tracksuit on. You can just see your wrists and your ankles and you can see straight away, actually, yeah, she's pretty vascular. She's pretty tight. Leisha will have a very quick look. We're very, very, very importantly, we, we're all about safeguarding. So videos on the link, we will always take it to the side, but there won't ever be kind of just me or just Joe or whoever. There'll always be a couple of individuals that will take you off into a room. You need to have someone have a look at you. So Leisha and one other will come and have a look at you in a room and say, yeah, I think you're this and they'll move you accordingly. So yeah, we, we it's absolutely, it's, it's almost flattering if you do get moved. You want to be moved. It's not a bad thing that you're moved. If you are standing on stage and you are stacked and you are peeled to the bone, then we'll move you into that relevant category because it's not right to be judged against the criteria of bikini. If actually, well, this girl's a figure girl or this girl's a trained bikini girl, like let's move her. It makes sense. The reason I promote the two categories as well is why the hell would you not? Like if you're a first time bikini girl, it's already daunting. It's already scary. It's already massively exciting. But overall, it should be, irrespective of where you place, it should be one of the most amazing experiences you'll ever have. I know for me it was when, you know, when I compete, not bikini, but it it's over in a flash. So we give this opportunity of doing that again, half hour or an hour after that. Yeah, so there was a girl who did the FitEx Welsh that I met at the NFM posing seminar. And she said that same thing. She was in a blue bikini. Oh, what was her name? I'm going to ask find her. Bethany. Bethany, she won the... Bethany, she won the... Oh, Keris. I'm going to have to find it. But she did first-timers. She said she was so happy. Oh, Natalie Gilbert. Oh, yeah, Natalie's lovely. Natalie trains in a gym near me here. Yeah, um, she was like, I'm so happy that I went for, like, bikini open and first-timer. She's like, I would have kicked myself. I remember her saying that last week. Yeah, because we're giving you that opportunity and you've come off stage and you've had a great time. But also, you know yourself, you think, shit, why didn't I do this? Or maybe I look too flat or maybe I was this or maybe I was that. Well, actually, you've got the opportunity to rectify that potentially, potentially, if it's in a few. I know from a bodybuilding perspective anyway, if you're going on first timers and you went in and you wanted to just be hard as nails and everything else and dry and all that stuff. But actually... You know, people say, oh, you need looked a little bit flat, whatever else. You've got three, four, five, six hours to potentially get a couple of meals in and fill out a little bit, maybe. I don't know. It depends on what you're eating and stuff. But but more than anything, you've got the opportunity to enjoy it again and to win another trophy. You know, we've got, you know, we've got guys who do physique and then do master's physique and they potentially walk away with two golds or a gold and a silver or whatever. Mm. We absolutely treat you as a, as a separate person. You get a fresh new number and you get an absolute fresh medal, fresh trophy if applicable. So you you repeat the process. We don't just throw you in as a token gesture. And that's really important for me. Is there going to be pro cards in Fitex? Oh, look at this. Yeah. Your face. What face, what face? Who knows, hey? Who knows? I've got... Oh, should we just go out? Should we just break some secrets out? Should I just do it? No one listens to this, it's fine. No, no one listens to this. It's, on, it's dying, isn't it, this podcast? <laughs> um... Uh, how many do listen to this? Keep talking and I'll tell you how many listened last last month. No, go on. No, because you get bigger. I would like to think that by year two we'll have a pro card of our own of our own choice, our own type of pro card. I'm not going to go and go all political and say what that pro card's going to be. I would like to think we'll have our own version, so our Fitex pro card. What I would like to do though is is make that really cool. 
and make that a bit different. But I had a really cool convo with Mr. Mike Lee, Mike Gelsey, about six, seven, eight weeks ago, just before Fed Expo, I think. And I loved it. I'm going to say it was his idea, but I'm going to kind of say, well, actually, Mike, I kind of was thinking this myself, but yes. that's, that's fine. So we kind of both had an idea. I had this idea from Body Power, tried to do it, but didn't really do it about two, three, no, probably four or five years ago. Mike then kind of refreshed my memory and I thought about it. And then I sent a voice note to someone I massively respect in this world and has been a big support of ours, Mr. Josh Maley. And Josh Maley is a perfect example of someone who has won pro cards in pretty much every federation going. Mm aside from the IFBB, as we know, but he loved it. So what I like is this jazz. So I'm going to give it to you and your, and your listeners exclusively oh. while they're out doing the steps. Exciting. Um, that's when people really listen to these, isn't it? When they're doing cardio. Yeah, pretty much. I like the idea of a FedEx pro athlete who, who when they win, so I think I'm going to do this. I know, I know, I know. I've, the winners of the overall this year, I want to give them something else. So not only... Are they winning flights to either New York or Marbella? New York, three nights for them and their partner, or Marbella for themselves and the partner for four nights. That's 2022, by the way, in brackets. So don't take the piss. That's next year when COVID's gone at a time of your choice. Not only are they going to win that, they're also going to win full sponsorship with, the rain, with rain, which is Rain Monster. So that means their first gig, by the way, will be the Arnold's. They will be standing in shape on the Arnold's, on the rain booth at the Arnold's. That's cool. Alongside the likes of Half Thor, Bjornsson, people like that. So it's a pretty cool gig, plus loads of other prizes. I'm thinking then of throwing this other one is, which is basically you will, you will be a fit expo. Let's, let's get this clear. It's a separate thing. You'll be in a fit expo sponsored athlete as well. So what this means is, so it's our version of, can we make something a bit cool? You will be effectively on postery stuff for next year. You will have photo shoots. You will have videos done. You will attend Fit Expo and attend in the purposes of being a, an athlete, like a looked after athlete. So you'll stay at the fancy hotel. You'll have everything looked after. You'll have all your travel costs looked after, all your food over the whole weekend. You'll be you'll be completely looked after. And you'll also attend another one to two events throughout the year under the banner of Fit Expo as well. So that might be some of our big gym days. Again, you'd be looked after, your expenses will be covered to get to that place. That's cool. And you'll get and you'll get loads of free shit as well. So I like the idea of it because you're going to be attending an expo next year under the banner of, of the brand that you've you've represented, but not under Fit X because then you can go down the whole political nonsense, but it will be under the banner of Fit Expo. So, yeah, we're going to do that. But in terms of having a pro card status, yeah, it's something I like the look of. But if it's a pro card status, I want it to be worth something. Mm. The whole point of pro is you're a professional. You're meant to be able to earn money from that. And the sad reality of it is a lot of people don't. And it's a fact. They, they make it from being a PT or they make it from whatever else, but they don't actually make it from the prize givings. Whereas what I would like to think is that we would put on at least three pro-ams a year that would give these athletes the opportunity to earn some money mm. uh, in the Federation. But again, we've got to get to a point where we are making money for that. And at the minute, we're not. And that's just being completely transparent. Mm. We haven't we haven't mucked about with venues. You know yourself. We've, we've gone high-end all the oh, way, yeah. you know. Next week, we're at the Bournemouth International Centre. That is a very, very expensive venue on the beach. We could have went with like a grand venue or a grand and a half, but we didn't. We've gone for something that's three or four times that. But we absolutely think the athletes deserve that. So most of our venues are all top, top, top end. And even the smaller ones, like 
the Welsh, it's still a very nice venue. So, yeah, does that kind of answer it? Just a lot going on, always. Every time I speak to you, there's always something new, which I always, I'm always intrigued. It's cool. I like it. Are you judging, are you judging Bournemouth? Uh, yes, I am judging Bournemouth. Okay, good. <laughs> I need to figure out, my car keeps, like, messing up on me, so I might just get the train down, because at least I know the train's not going to break down. So, we'll see. We shall see. So, in, that kind of follows on is to, like, You've already kind of mentioned a few things, but like, what are the plans for FitX next year and the Expo? So from what you've learned this year, is there anything that you're going to be like, I don't know, what, like, you, there's a lot to learn, whether it's your first year of competing, your first year of running a business, your first year of like doing an Expo. So what are the plans for 2022? From a business perspective, Again, people don't really need to know the ins and outs, but I'll, I'll be transparent again. Like we, I already, I always knew that we would lose a lot of money year one. We could have played it safe. We could have had one hall one day. We could have went for two or three stars, you know, because all these people cost money. We could have therefore reduced the hotel bills and, and the, the rent on the building and all the expenses and stuff. But we didn't. We went balls deep on it and we just went for it, didn't we? with the aim of it making a, an impact so that year two would be easier. I already know year two will be easier, but... From a business perspective, I need to be a bit cleverer next year. So, you know, the brands that came with us year one will have the same rate of of, of trade stand price as year, year two and year three. Like £75 a square metre is all we charge. Um, that's in comparison to, you know, a lot more than that for, for others, which is fine because they've all got bigger overheads. You know, I haven't got Arnold coming over and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I know what, what he charges. So... Um, but for us, we're £75 a square metre. Anyone that's coming on board year two, it's a little bit more than that. Not a lot more, but a little bit more for those new brands. So by being a bit smarter with money like that, it is going to help. In terms of, you know, year one, there was, there's been no member fee for Fitex as a federation. We, we are going to add a membership fee next year. And that's just purposely, only one reason for that is because we need to make it work. Each show does cost me money. It really, really does. But not only that, you know yourself, Jazz, we don't just turn up. We give goodie bags, really nice goodie bags. We do. I give a T-shirt. What started as an idea of, oh, yeah, the first 20 competitors will get a T-shirt. I now give a T-shirt to every single competitor. That's and you can imagine how many competitors. Yeah, and, and I'll continue to do that because it's something that's important. I still think of the first time I competed, I've still got my goodie bag with all the bits and pieces in it as a memento. So for me, that's really important. And we'll continue to do that. Uh, but these things do obviously cost money. So I'm just kind of trying to be a little bit smarter with that. In terms of the show numbers, this year we've had seven and the finals. Uh, it was originally six and the finals. Brands are actually biting our arm off now to get involved with next year, which is absolutely humbling and flattering. So I always said I don't want more than 10 shows. I don't want to go 15, 20, 25 shows a year. I think 10 solid shows and a, and a finals is enough. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I'll do. So... I'm working through venues now to add those other couple. There's a couple of brands already involved. There will be a small sponsorship fee next year versus what we did this year. Just to, again, just to make a bit of money back because, again, nothing in comparison to what others do. But there has to be a little bit of something just to kind of, because the brand gets a lot of promotion and everything else of it. And so, so we need to be a little bit smarter from a business sense. But that will only make it bigger and better. And when I say an athlete from the athlete, because that's the most important thing in all this, genuinely, and that's not me just being whatever. Like I genuinely fucking love bodybuilding. I adore it. And I was in my element on Sunday, last Sunday at Wales, because 
the stress of the expo had gone and I just felt so relaxed doing what I love doing. Getting everyone lined up, make sure everyone was happy, watching them on stage and the smiles and the faces and all the stories and the background stuff. And I, I, I'm quite, I love the fact that I'm very close to the people because I message them all back. And this, now I don't know whether that will be able to continue forever as we grow, but for now, all those little stories of people that you see on stage and they've been through their own traumas and the reasons for why they compete and everything else is, is magical. And, and that for me is, is what I, why I do this. I absolutely love it. So to give back again, when people will become members next year, they're going to get more back than just being a member and getting a little four digit code that they put on when they qualify. We're going to have exclusive events for them. We're going to have a members area for them where they can, you know, get discounts with some of the brands that are involved with us. You know, they're going to get merchandise just given to them because they are in this family. So you won't just sign up and get a little member card. You'll get at the very least, you'll get a t-shirt and some other bits and pieces mm. because we value the members. And, um, you know, we're already doing, I'm going to throw another secret out in a minute. We're already doing the Fit Expo or the Fit X after party on the 25th. This is open, by the way, to all athletes, all judges, all staff, but also any brands that have supported us along the way and any athlete that's competed with us this year. So I absolutely appreciate not everyone's going to come because it's in Liverpool and everything else. But do you know what? If you competed at the Compact Classic last year and you haven't quite made the finals, but you want to come up and watch it and enjoy the weekend away and bring your fella up and just get pissed in the revolution to Cuba, then just do it. So yeah, like I just want to give back and, and I want it to work. And uh, So that's FedEx. And I want it to just get better and better. I'm absolutely genuinely flattered and humbled of how I can't believe the standard year one is as good as it is. I always knew we had some of the best judges in, in the UK. I always knew we had some of the best venues in the UK, or if not the best venues in the UK. And I always knew we had the best prizes because for me, a sponsorship with a brand of the caliber that we've had is as an athlete, as someone who wants to win something, and I've done it before with people who, and you throw in money or you throw in the option to become an athlete, a sponsored athlete with a brand, especially a brand that gives a shit about them and will look after them. And, you know, with you, you'll take them on photo shoots, you'll do bits and pieces, they'll appear, they'll be on your stand, all that kind of stuff. That's that's amazing for an athlete. You know, this isn't, we're not talking about a 10% discount code to someone here. We're looking at, we're talking about being part of a family and the brands that we've chosen are all those type brands. And that's why the brands that are coming on board Potentially now for next year, the extra two or three brands are all very similar. They all want to look after their people. Mm. Um, so I just wanted to, yeah, I'm just humbled by by how kind of the, the, the standard has been. I never thought it would be as good as what it was. I knew we'd get some good ones, but I never thought, like when I looked at the class one, not to be biased, but when I looked at class one at the expo, I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is mental. That was such a hard one to judge. Yeah, no, it was because you're looking at like now it's weird as well because what was cool about it, and again, which never really happens, is you had Nada who was who, who owns I'm Inspired Gym Wear, lovely, lovely Welsh guy, like absolutely lovely guy. He'd he'd won the overall at the two bros literally, or he'd won the class one literally at two bros two, three weeks before. So straight away looking at it on paper, you're looking at this guy jumping in. I saw his name jump in, and it was like. He actually said to me, I've got a stand at the expo, but I'd love to compete. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, do it. His stand was actually quite near to, you know, the, the stage. And, and he loved that as well because it was his first time with his own brand. He's just made this clothing brand. It's very nice. And he's also got the opportunity to compete. And he was such a lovely guy. But on paper, you look at it and you think, wow, he's, he's competing. He's going to win straight away. But then you see people like Joe Cross jump in. And Joe Cross had literally just won overalls literally weeks before. 
with the PCA and Joe's a very, very good athlete, class three. So I knew that they, he'd be in contention for it. And then you get other guys jump in, like we had a guy from Chemical Warfare jump in as well. We had a guy from, oh, come on, Darren. Anyway, multiple brands across the expo had people who actually competed on the day, which was absolutely amazing. And then when you see them on stage together, and I mean, class one, it was just mental. Ryan Mackins is someone that I've known from backstage from the, with my other federa- with the federation I was with before. And I'd said to him before, come and compete for us. And he was like, oh yeah, maybe, maybe I'll just kind of see what you're about. But I knew from seeing Ryan on stage, I knew he was very good. And then suddenly you've got Ryan up there, you've got Nader up there, you've got all these guys up there. And then for Nader to actually come fourth, because the calibre was that good, like the guy that won and just like, where the fuck did this guy come from? Just came up, absolutely peeled. He was diced. I actually, for five minutes, relaxed at that point in the day. And I sat down next to Martin Winston and we were looking at it and we were like, I'm quite good, Jazz. I do always call it right. But I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, fuck, like what the hell? But I mean, I had it between him and the other guy, but I was like, he's just... And when that guy, the winner came to... Uh, forgive me now for I forget his name. And it's very rare that I do that. But when he hit this certain spot on the light at the front, he just looked insane. And he was just peeled inside out. And he was just, yeah, winner all over him. And then for then Joe to then go up against him and, and get that overall, which was lovely. Again, he was representing his brand that was there on the day, full bore. He then got that second sponsorship. The wellness girl, I was like, I remember turning around to her when she was pumping up and saying, whoa, what's your name? And she told me, and I was like, where, where the hell do you come from? Like, you look phenomenal. And she's like, oh, thanks. And she didn't understand how good she was. <laughs> and then she went up and she won the wellness and then she won the overall. And it was like, it, yeah, just the standard was just berserk. It was berserk. And then this week, the same in Wales, looking at the class two lineup, it was just absolutely insane. And I was going through the tanning numbers. I was like, why aren't we tanning loads more people? And it worked out why it was because a lot of bodybuilders, especially old school bodybuilders, will, will use dream tan. And it's actually because we've got more bodybuilders than we've got physique and bikini. Whereas I'm used to working with a federation that's the other way around. And it's really cool that we've kind of, I'm not going to say we've brought bodybuilding back, but I kind of am because we kind of have. And people are seeing something in us, which is very humbling. And I think it's to do with the sponsors because the likes of Strom, the likes of Insight, the likes of Supplement Needs, they're very big bodybuildery brands. So to be sponsored by them, you know, you're going to get a lot of products and you're going to get looked after. You know, for those that know these brands, you absolutely get looked after. You get whatever you want a month, not you're allowed three products. It's, mm. it's like they're really looked after. But I think people are seeing that we're fair. People are seeing, we are like, there was one this week for those that are bothered on here that we had, we had an instance of site injections this week and I've never, ever, ever seen it as bad. It was just one class and there were some issues with i can say side ingestion but there's other things there was other things that, 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 that there were basically evidence or potential evidence of you know what what some bodybuilders do with themselves which is all fine we talk about it openly but we won't endorse you know absolute kind of issues with skin and 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 you know if, if you've got a massive swelling coming out of there like we're not going to mark like you don't get marked down for anything it doesn't work like that in bodybuilding and judging but that's an element of your symmetry. That's an element of your presentation. That's an element of your overall shape. And if that has detracted from that, that or that, well, actually, you've got to reward this person. And two coaches, two highly respected coaches come over to me after and were like, wow, other people might have just gone, they'd have overlooked that and given it to that guy because he had a decent physique. When actually, 
that is so dominant in, in his look today that you can't ignore it. And we're not going to endorse that. Mm. Leisure is a very important thing this week about dehydration because dehydration is a massive thing. And I know Joe spoke about it and I know Tom and various other great coaches have spoke about it. But if judges continue to reward on people being absolutely inside out, bone dry, then who do you kind of blame to a degree? Mm. There's an element of we need to take responsibility. So we will always give you water backstage. We will. We're actually going to get even better than that. We're actually going to rehydrate people backstage and offer things like at the expo. We're going to do IVs and all sorts of stuff just as an extra thing, because why the hell not? We're working with people already like Eval and the Blood Lab. So why not get better things in place? But it's our responsibility to make sure our athletes are OK. And that's all I care about. I've really gone off a I've really gone off on tangent on that, though, haven't I? You have, but so, I think it's still re- it's all really, really important stuff, and it's stuff that people probably haven't heard before either. Like yeah. that other side that doesn't really get spoken about. So I still think it's we've gone off on the tangent, but I think it's been a good tangent. Yeah, because look, I, I I've been at a show. I went to I was at a show a long, long time ago, and a, and, a, and a competitor unfortunately passed away, and it was heartbreaking, and it crushed me. But it didn't matter about me. Obviously, that person left a, a partner behind and everything else. And part of the reason for that was was being a bit silly with, with some substances. And my role as a responsible adult, as someone who runs the Federation, is to make sure that I look for those signs. That's why I think it's really important that I stay where I am and I hover around backstage and I look after people because I know the signs because I've been there and I understand it. Mm. And... I've had to rehydrate people many times and there's many stories I could tell you off air about things I've seen, but our, eye, our finger on the pulse and stuff like that massive. It means a lot for me. So in terms of the next show already, CMP and I had a good chat. Rick, we've talked about having Hydromax backstage, stuff like that. We've already got electrolytes and bits and pieces, but just keeping an eye on people. And I quite clearly said to the guys last week, because we, you know yourself, you make them work on stage. And we're always done for like five o'clock and people are like, well, does that mean you rush through people? No, no, it doesn't. It means that I have my my next gang of people ready at the side of the stage to go. There is no mucking about. There's no messing around. Like if if I'm longer than 30 seconds, Rick's like, Darren, where are they? Like that's how close, that's how tight we are. And that's just something I pride myself on. I'm crap at many things, but I'm bloody good at running there. <laughs> and um, it's true. Yeah, I am. But that's one thing I'm good at. But I always make sure when they come off stage, they get loads of water in. Guys, drink some water. There's loads of water there. It's free. Get it in you. It's going to make zero difference in your physique. You're walking out on stage now, but it's, you know, it's hot under the lights. You're sweating like, you know, you're sweating like pigs. I need you to get some water on board, please. And it's my responsibility to do that. Mm. And you get people, oh, no water. My coach said no water. I don't give a shit. Drink some water. Drink it is so water. important, though. It's like those stage lights, I get really, when I was younger, I um, always had to have water near me. Because if I got too hot, I would pass out like stone cold would pass out um and i think it is really important because those stage lights are really really hot and like just yeah, they are. Well. like if you don't feel well like yes your coach might have said don't have water but a little sip like one swig of water is it's not going to do anything and it's just like no, it's not. sensible yeah, I, I always remember my first show, Rich Kozeki guest posed, and he literally downed a pint of water and then he started pumping up. And we were all like, what? Like, what are you drinking water for? Like, we've all been told you're not allowed to drink any. And we were like, he was like, why would you not? He said, if you're peeled, you know, it's going to, you know, you need the water. So anyway, we can talk about that another time. But the point is, drink water. It's important to have it. More for me, for the bodybuilders, it's quite evident if people have taken stuff or not down the diuretic route. So one, one and, and I know the signs for that. 
And uh, and because of that, I just make sure that those people I just keep an eye on. Yeah, that's important. So in terms of FitX, that is FitX. Uh, bigger, better, cooler, but keeping absolutely grounded and about the athletes, hopefully becoming more popular so that people think that rather than going, oh, is that that new Fed? I might have a go at them, but I'll see what they're like. Uh, they'll go, oh, yeah, FedEx, yeah, they're fucking sick. Let's have a go with them. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to talk then, a little bit more about, like, backstage insights. And, like, you've, we've just been kind of touching that sort of area. Is there any, like, advice you would give to people, knowing from what you've seen backstage, to make sure that, like, you kind of, you you enjoy it and you don't get too worried yeah. or, like, anxious and that sort of stuff? Yeah, hundreds of things. So for me, I kind of, I've got some amazing team that I've picked up this year. So I didn't know Joe before this year and I didn't know Subshack Dan this year, but those two guys are absolute legends. I love them with all my heart. So I've got a great team around me, but I also make sure I'm there too, because that is what I love and that's what I've always loved and that's what I've always been good at. But we run our shows in such a fashion that I like to have the five classes I like to have five classes backstage at any one time. We will always run around the building and make sure that you are there. But to have you back in in the backstage area. Now, what I mean by that is that's not sitting to the left of the stage with your feet up on a beanbag. That, that's like backstage, as in anywhere around the backstage area. That You know, we have holding rooms. We have changing rooms for boys and girls, which are separated. We have the pump-up area, and you just have literally to the side of the stage. So depend on the venue. The number one thing is being backstage in plenty of time. Over all the years I've done this, one person, to my knowledge, has missed the show. And she shouted at me. And I remember she was at Town Hall on the third floor in a corner with her beats on, listening to music asleep. And she told me off because I didn't get her for a show. I was like, mate, come on. Be backstage on time. Let us look after you. I see people bring bands. You don't need to. We've got them. I see people bring weights. You don't need to. We've got them. And they're like, what? You've got weights? What? what, Really? And they bring these little shitty York seven kilo dumbbells. And we've got, literally, we've got dumbbells up to 30 kilos. We've Mm. got a bench. We've got it all. We've got hundreds of bands. It's fine. It's cool. They'd bring water. You don't need to. We've got it. We're even going to get to a point where we've got everything you absolutely need. So rice cakes, jam, all the stuff. Yeah, because do you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Let's have it all. I had a really good meeting with CMP the other night about this and about that they want to kind of brand up some of the backstage areas at shows and really go to town. And so, yeah, let's do it. You don't need anything. Just turn up, be there on time and enjoy your day. You're going to have photography front of stage or stage photography through Matt Thomas. You pay for that. Everything else is free. You will be on video every single show. And I pride myself on we get a video done every single show, not just the finals, not just the first show to show people what we're about every single show. And you will become, you will be part of that video. We get side of stage and backstage shots. Again, these are just all complimentary because it's cool. It all adds to the experience. Um, we will absolutely make sure you are badged up and ready to go. So all we need you to do is come back and just bloody enjoy it. Get on with people, talk to people, share experiences with people, become part of this community. I love it when I see people competing and just getting on the lads, the camaraderie, the girls in yeah, the change room, so. camaraderie. I was back there last week and I was like, okay, girls, we've got this. And the the same questions every day. What time am I on? What time is my missus on? And I always do the same answer. I never give a time. I go in 15 minute chunks throughout the day. I work in 15 minute chunks per class. As it clearly states on my thing, give a class an average of 15 minutes. This allows for blah, 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 blah. Just be back in time and enjoy yourself. Talk to people, enjoy the experience. And when you come off stage, 
go and eat some cake and go out with your family and enjoy it and pay them back for the time that you've put them under pressure and then either get back on the saddle and go again for next week or not mm. but bloody enjoy it don't sit there moping and mardy and telling the world that you're on prep and you're dying you chose to do this it's something you want to do but it's one of the most amazing things you'll ever do whether you choose to do it once three times ten times doesn't matter it's a test of character you know this is something where you, most people don't want to get up at, in the morning for cardio most people don't want to go to a wedding and bring Tupperware chicken and rice most people don't want to you know miss out on certain things but for that sacrifice for that 10 12 15 16 weeks to, to say you've done that and to you know it's a cool thing to do even if you just do it once mm. so just bloody enjoy it that's the most important thing I would give to anyone for people who toy with it and think about it just fucking do it yeah just do it if it's on your mind do it with you, it. you gotta try it once like at least once because you just don't but want also, to back and go Ugh. but also and I openly say this to everyone compete with whoever the hell you want to compete with there was three girls on the on the floor last week in the change room lying down talking about feds and talking about this talking about that I don't know whether I said girls do them all do them all if you're in shape today and there's a show tomorrow do it if you're in shape today and you want to do another show and you want to repeat that experience, do it next week. If you were a little bit soft for the Welsh and you want to come in a bit tighter, then do the South Coast with us. But then if you want to go and compete with that fed, this fed, that fed, do it. Enjoy it. The more times you get on stage, the more graceful you'll look, the more relaxed you'll look. I always remember my old, one of my old training partners, Pete Lawson, class two guy, won pretty much everything in every fed. He's so he still is so graceful with his quarter turns. I haven't seen many people that are as graceful and as as rehearsed as he is, and that's because he's competed so many times. Yeah. And then you see other people, and they're just they're just clunky on stage, and and they can have had as many posing lessons as you want. You need that experience under pressure, and it's it's really important. You know, if you're a girl on stage, just to just to have that confidence and that sass because you've done it loads of times, so it's no biggie. Just crack mm-hmm. on. But yeah, is that answered your question? Yeah. I love it. I think that is the way to end this podcast. Didn't actually talk about the expo there, did I? Because I went sure? off. No, but it's fine. No, I did. But you said, what do you want to change for the expo? What do you want to change for the expo? Fit okay. expo, bigger, better, cooler. And also the stuff that I noticed that I was really bad at and I forgot. No one else probably even noticed, but I noticed. So I'm just, I've already put things in place for that to be better next year. More staff to look after it. Yeah, just it's going to be even cooler and bigger and better. We've already hired three halls, so we've got an extra 3,000 square metres. Amazing. Yeah, so hopefully another Fed are coming on board. Please, God. Exciting. Well, that is very exciting. And honestly, like, between me and you, well, with everyone, like, I'm very, very proud of you to watch from, like, where you started to where you are now. And I'm excited for the future. I think a lot of people have been very, very impressed that for your first year of everything, of how well and how well put together everything has been. So roll on 2022 and obviously the rest of this year. But thank you for coming on, Darren. And any questions that you guys have, either DM me um, or also like DM Darren or just check the website out because there's a lot of information on there as well. So thank you, Darren. And yeah, see you guys in the next episode.